endangering trains. Badgers are protected species in the Netherlands, so train operators must get permission to move them. Dutch railway workers plan to build a sandy hillock where the badgers can dig their homes. And to the weather, sunny intervals with one or two showers and a high of about 27 degrees. Temperature right now 25 with a relative humidity 82%. The news from RTHK. Good morning and welcome to Back Chat. I'm Janice Wong and your guest presenter is Jenny Lam. On today's program, we're talking about the government's proposal to tighten up rules on job hopping for foreign domestic workers. A public consultation is underway on whether employment agencies should be made to tell helpers that authorities would only approve them breaking contracts prematurely under exceptional circumstances and make it clear that they'd have to leave Hong Kong and get a new visa before they can come back to work for a new employer. Migrants have complained about the proposal, calling it unfair and discriminatory. How big a problem is job hopping among foreign domestic workers? Is it unfair to tighten regulations against the practice? Would it actually discourage job hopping? After 9.45, we'll look at a study on how happy we all are at the workplace. So let us know what you think. You can leave us a message on our Facebook page, Backchat on RTHK Radio 3, email us on backchat at rthk.hk, or give us a call on 233-88266. All right, so to kick off our discussion this morning, we have in our Kowloon-Tong studio, Thomas Chan, the chairman of the Hong Kong Union of Employment Agencies. And uh, in our Admiralty studio, we have Betty Young, chairperson, of the Hong Kong Employers of Overseas Domestic Helpers Association. Also on the line is Sringatin, the chairperson of the Indonesian Migrant Workers Union. Good morning, Mr. Chan. Good morning, everyone. And good morning, good morning, Ms. Young. And, good morning, uh, everyone. Good morning, Stringatin. Thanks for hey, joining us. Thanks for joining us on the program. Um, I'm actually going to start off with a message, a comment from our listener, Michael Hoffman, on our Facebook page. And um, he says that... Uh, Domestic servant job hopping? Geez, we've had uh, that problem for at least the last 35 years. How long do you have to talk about a problem before remedies are forthcoming? Oh yeah, first one has to recognize that it is a problem. I don't think we've come that far yet. And uh, that's from Michael. So first of all, Mr. Chan, um, what is your assessment? How, how big of a problem is this uh, job hopping situation among uh, domestic helpers? Before I talk about it, I think I have to amend a little bit about the term. Because from my point of view, once you talk about the job transfer from one employer to another, you label it as job hopping. First, you give the people uh, a negative feeling about it. It's like a transfer of the job. It's a negative behavior. But actually, uh, in all occupation, uh, occupation, Everywhere in the world, transfer of the job is very normal behavior among the job seekers and employers. So uh, I don't think we should label it as job hopping. But if transfer of the job, I accept it. All right. So what is the situation like uh, in terms of a transfer of uh, jobs uh, within uh, the uh, domestic uh, okay. helper community? And then in Hong Kong, the job transfer, actually, uh, if, even according to the government paper, uh, it decreased a lot from previous years during the pandemic uh, situation. 
the main reason is since the border reopened uh, last year, uh, starting from summer last year, uh, from August, September, October, and go on. The supply of the domestic helpers from overseas, from Philippines, from Indonesia, has normally back to Hong Kong. Most of them, uh, the supply of the worker is quite stable. And then uh, since this ample supply of the workers from overseas, the workers working in Hong Kong, they don't have too much desire or too much willing to transfer of the job. And also for for the same time, the employer, they also have a lot of choices to choose worker A, worker B. That's why uh, the so-called job hopping is not really active right now in Hong Kong. Okay, so Betty Young, you're with the Hong Kong Employers of Overseas Domestic Helpers Association. Mr. Chan here is saying changing jobs is just normal behavior. What do you think? Uh, first of all, I must uh, have to explain one thing is that I think there is a lot of misunderstanding uh, from, from the public these days. And actually, uh, this we, we must remember that the foreign domestic helper concerned with the immigration law. And we, we must, I, I think the uh, agency have the right and the duty to remind our FDH that they are, they are granted permission to stay and work in Hong Kong only during the contractual period, which is normally two years, as stated in their standard employment contract, unless the contracts are prematurely terminated. And under the prevailing policy, foreign domestic health have to leave Hong Kong before the expiry of their limits of stay upon completion of contract with or within 14 days from the date of termination of the contract whichever is earlier. And so I think at this time, uh, Labor Department, they have the duty to remind the agency. And the code of practice, actually, uh, this is not an additional new law in the, this uh, uh, guidance, guidelines and only to ask the immigration, uh, uh, sorry, uh, the Labor Department remind uh, all the agencies in Hong Kong that they must in, uh, remind the foreign domestic helpers before they sign the two years contract before they come to Hong Kong. I think this is the duty for all the agency and the uh, Labour Department is just doing their right. A concern with the job hopping uh, remind me on the days in 1984 when I was still a district board member, I received a lot of complaints from employers who have, uh, have uh, you know, they have employed domestic helper coming to work in the families. And when they first came to the family, they can hardly know uh, what housework is. They have to learn a lot from the employers. And when they have learned the home duties, the home the housework, then uh, let's say about two or three months, they will change another uh, employer very quickly. And at that time, no regulation can allow, I don't know, uh, it's very free that uh, this employ, uh, the, uh, some uh, agency does not know that the law only allow them to, I uh, know, uh, uh, fulfill the duties uh, of two years. And actually, if they want to change another employ employer, it's, it's okay. She can go back to home and then reapply to come to Hong Kong. Because not only under the labor ordinance, all the 
foreign domestic helper have to follow the laws of immigration. And this is the law. When she has expired, I mean, uh, terminate her, her, her uh, co- contract, so she, uh, the employers have the duty to send her back. So she has, the employer has a duty to buy her an air ticket to take her home to their country of origin. And, and, and the employer have to support her at all the traffic fees. All right. But Ms. Jung, but what do you think of the current situation? I mean, just now, Mr. Chan, he said uh, um, this uh, job transferal um, activity was uh, more uh, popular during the uh, COVID pandemic, but now it's uh, not really active right now. No. Um, what Mr. Chen is right during the uh, COVID-19 period, uh, because the flights problem, uh, many uh, foreign domestic helper cannot go back home, and and also employees hardly find, uh, and they actually some employees they're afraid to employ uh, domestic coming from overseas because they don't know their their country's uh, COVID-19 situation, and so uh, they would, uh, and actually. We must thank all the foreign domestic helpers who are very uh, kind to the employees that some of them prefer to stay a longer period for their their employers. And we must thank the immigration department allowing us to extend more half a year uh, when the contract uh, has complete for two years. And so we have an extension. Even my my domestic helper, she has extended for half a year. So this is the time actually, uh, but uh, it's, it's the situation. But the COVID-19 also uh, caused a lot of, uh, you know, job, I mean, a loss, losing job from their employers. So some employers actually have to uh, early terminate uh, the contract, uh, I mean, uh, uh, help uh, t- uh, terminate, uh, I mean, uh, have early termination of a contract, but then what the, the employees do is doing that is helping the domestic helper to find a new job. So usually in this situation, the employer will write them a very good letter stating that uh, because of financial problem, we cannot uh, continue to employ this domestic helper. So the immigration department will allow this uh, foreign domestic helper to uh, seek a new employer and sign a new contract. And and actually, even she has signed a contract, she must go back to home first to go to work for the new uh, employer. But uh, I, what it means is that according to the law of immigration, but because of the situation, sometimes even there are no flights. So maybe because of this situation and maybe because uh, these foreign domestic helpers actually have not uh, completed two years contract in Hong Kong, immigration allow uh, these a new employer and uh, domestic helper have a new contract and, and give them a new visa. But and in fact, uh, it also stated that she has to go home uh, in a time that immigration allow how much time she can stay and still she has to visit home. I think it is a good thing that uh, foreign domestic helper have a time to go back home, especially when they have uh, finished a contract uh, or maybe they have early uh, termination of the contract because uh, they're, they're, the safest phase for them is home. So that's why government uh, wants all the employers in Hong Kong, you must give them the return ticket to make sure that the foreign dem- domestic helper are safe home. Okay, so, so Shring Shringerton, um, basically uh, Betty Young is, is saying that the, the pandemic has created a lot of complications as far as um, foreign domestic helpers employment is concerned. Um, do you think it's, it's time we look into regulating 
whether yeah. people can change jobs? I think that I agree with uh, Mr. Chang that the job hopping is, uh, you know, uh, the word of job hopping is uh, make a public have a wrong uh, impression and it's become negative. And we are not agree with the term of job hopping. So the question is why job hopping is only apply for foreign domestic helper, while many people in Hong Kong, like local, foreign, change job, they can change a job. And they are not called job hopping. Yeah, Betty Young, what do you think? Why, I why think should uh, is, this is a very que good question. And I, uh, yeah, I think I mean the that, agency know, uh, yeah, should I mean that, explain to all the girls that they, you know, they are granted the permission to work in Hong Kong. They're not local yeah. people. Local yeah, workers, I mean they can only work in Hong Kong. They not only can change job from the same job, but they are also can change uh, uh, the job like is uh, sometimes to work in a restaurant, sometimes they can go to okay. work in the saloon. That's very different because their yeah, home is I in know, Hong Kong. Why they don't have to only for grant the permission helper. to stay in Hong Kong, yes. Yeah, I mean that this is only applicable for domestic worker. I think that the government is using this language is to further restrict foreign domestic worker to change jobs. Then maybe people, I, I must explain yeah, to you one thing please, more. Please, please uh, listen to me first. Mm. You know, because I also represent migrant domestic worker. For domestic worker, it's not easy to change job. Why? Because we only have 14 days to stay in Hong Kong to find good employer. Second, we need to leave Hong Kong. And third, at least, you know, we need to pay another agency fee. And how much sacrifice we need to when, you know, we decide to change a job. For domestic worker, if we have a good employer, why we need to change a job? I think that everyone, like domestic workers, how we can feel happy to everyone inside of the house because our master is not only one. Our master is like wife, husband, children, grandparents, and foreign domestic worker to make them pleased, to make them happy. And it's not easy. And no, not many people also understand how we can uh, cope with working condition. Like many of domestic workers, they live in the floor. They don't have good accommodation. They don't have rest day especially during COVID-19. How long the, uh, the domestic worker doesn't have rest day? You yeah. Know? So I mean that, you know, I mean that we cannot agree with this term of job hopping because against the Hong Kong government indirectly punish foreign domestic worker who change a job. But why the employer not punish it? I think it's not fair if, when it comes to domestic worker. And it, it's like, you know, the, the termination between employer and foreign domestic worker is normal. And mm -hmm. now, why the Hong Kong government asking an agency to take responsibility? Right. Right. Spring the responsibility of the Hong Kong government, not the agency. All right, Springerton, I have a, mm -hmm. I have a message. I have a comment here from a listener, T.C. Jung. He's uh, responding to uh, uh, the proposal to uh, tighten the rules. Um, he says, I completely agree with the assessment that this is a discriminatory policy to foreign domestic helpers or other non-permanent residents working in Hong Kong under the same restrictions. Foreign domestic helpers currently are already facing serious discrimination, with the biggest one being exempt from the real minimum wage. As stated many times, I find it an embarrassment when Filipino Canadians talk to me about their or their relatives' experience of being a foreign domestic helper in Hong Kong. How can I go to tell a good Hong Kong story to Filipino Canadians and other Southeast Asians if this policy is adopted? And uh, that's uh, from T.C. Jung. Now, Mr. Chan, earlier you were... Uh, 
you were talking about the situation about the job、uh, transferal. You said、uh, right now it's not it's not active. It's not that active.、Um, so, do you think、uh, it's necessary to、uh, tighten the the current uh, rest, uh, regulations? That's why I, I'm thinking. I don't think it's the right time、uh, to enhance the restrictions to the transfer of the employers. Actually, it's it's not really active. And then、uh, I just want to. React to one point you just mentioned,、uh, the, the listening. Just say, actually, if if based on the Hong Kong situation, it's like a chief executive,、uh, Mr. Lee, is calling people to fight for the talents, to recruit more talents to Hong Kong. But inside Hong Kong, we are creating some laws to restrict the freedom of the people coming to Hong Kong. It's in some sense, it's quite ridiculous. I think. Yeah, Betty Young, what do you think? I mean, basically, the listener T C Jung, he's saying this is basically amounts to racial discrimination. What do no, you think? I must say that there's no no discrim、uh, racial discrimination, and you can see that why not all helpers can come from everywhere, including China. Not all foreign domestic helpers can can can、uh, come from、uh, like Vietnam. No. Because actually,、uh, I must. We have to thank the government that they allow foreign domestic helpers to come to work as、uh, live-in domestic helper only because we have no live not in live-in domestic helpers in Hong Kong. And if we have, the government have the right must protect the local labors. The law has to protect our local labors.、They're, okay. Okay. Yeah, you mentioned the immigration law and and the labour law, and then we have the basic law. So I'm looking at the basic law right now, and Article 33 is saying that Hong Kong residents shall have freedom of choice of occupation. And on top of that, Article 41 is saying persons in the Hong Kong SAR, other than Hong Kong residents, shall, in accordance with law, enjoy the rights and freedoms of Hong Kong residents prescribed in this chapter. So basically, they, you know, the basic law is about、uh, immigration law、um, and labour laws that you're talking about. About. Now, What do you think? Now, one thing is that uh, uh, foreign domestic helpers—they are not Hong Kong residents, okay? But yeah, but the basic law is that people out from outside Hong Kong, Hong Kong residents, and other persons in Hong other Kong persons,、yes. shall have、saying? the obligation to abide by the laws enforced in Hong Kong. So, you know,、uh, why that, why should there be there different rules just because they're racially different? No,、uh, no. The problem is that no. All expats comes from overseas. Okay, they come from overseas. They are employed by some、uh, companies, which is、uh, professional. And foreign domestic helper can come in large numbers. You can see that now it's four hundred thousand FTH in nineteen、uh, in twenty、uh, nineteen. Okay, so you can see that、uh, there must be some uh, uh, regulations to protect the local labourers. There are so many of them because there's a demand for them. If there are, if they can change jobs, then how can the law protect the local labourers? And one thing more, you can see Singapore and Taiwan; they do the same. And I think everywhere they must have the regulation to protect the local labourers.、Uh, sorry,、uh, Betty Young, I think、uh, you are mentioning about the protect the local labour, but for domestic helpers, they only change the. They are not change the occupation. They change the employment from employer A to employer B. They are still doing the same job.、No. They don't change from domestic helpers to hairdresser or、uh, 
You are correct, Mr. Chen. But do you remember that they can reapply to come to Hong Kong? They, yeah, they can. I mean, just because yeah, I they have to. <coughs> now, after the yes, contract. Yes, uh, they, they can apply I, from. I, when from I finish, office? please. Okay. Now, when, the, when they have. Ex, uh, the law said that uh, they must leave Hong Kong before the expiry of the limit of time uh, uh, that they can stay in Hong Kong. So they can apply a new employee in Hong Kong. What they have to do is to go back home first because they have no houses to live in Hong Kong. And what can they do in Hong Kong? The employer herself uh, must have the duty to send her home first so she is safe at home. I think this is also our duty, not to allow a domestic helper stay in Hong Kong with, nothing, with no houses for them, no staying, no... Uh, and what can she do in Hong Kong? And sometimes if they have some problems, stay for a long time in Hong Kong. And remember that the immigration also uh, has said that all agency must not aid or abate you know, the foreign mm. domestic overstay in Hong Kong. Are, in Hong Kong, we must think, also yeah, avoid overstays. I think in here, everyone is ready to know the, the regulation in Hong Kong. And again, we are not stealing the local job in Hong Kong. Because imagine if there is no 400,000 migrant workers, how the professional, the called professional or local can find a job. And again, in Hong Kong, local domestic worker, there is also local domestic worker. The question is, why domestic workers' job is only applicable, or why Hong Kong government only find domestic workers from, um, from overseas, if there is so many local Okay, Shring Shringerton, I think the yeah. point that Betty Young is saying is that she thinks that when a domestic helper finishes a contract, the best place for that person is to return to the home country before switching to another job. What do you think? I think that this is also against the freedom of the domestic worker to choose whether they want to live or stay. In Hong Kong, we can find a cheap place to, set, to stay, but because of the regulation, domestic worker cannot stay in Hong Kong more than 14 days. So this is very clear. The immigration regulation is only allowed domestic workers to stay in Hong Kong 14 days to find employer. And now when we call it job hopping, why suddenly people is also calling like you need, you must leave Hong Kong. Of course we leave Hong Kong. Why we need to stay in Hong Kong? Everything is in Hong Kong is very expensive. We understand how we can, you know, stay and find a job. But the question is, now it's become like more difficult to foreign domestic workers to change a job. So I think it's become a problematic when it's become regulated. You know, it's, uh, Hong Kong is not free city for uh, foreign domestic worker, and Hong Kong government is look not respect uh, a freedom of foreign domestic worker to have right to work. Mm. Thomas Chan, what do you think of Betty Young's point that they they're best off going home after contract ends? Yeah, uh, actually, most of the workers they understand if they get the new employer, most of them, they go home to wait for the new visa. This one is the, the normal practice for, for the last decades. The point here is immigration or some people, they like to label it as job hopping. Even in the paper, uh, the, there is a very clear warning. Uh, if we found it, uh, this is the job hopping, we may reject your new application. But who is the one to define? Who is the one to judge the case? It's uh, job hopping or not job hopping? Currently, there is only one party immigration officer. That's why the other day I'm advising, uh, suggesting there should be a committee comprising the employers, representatives, workers, 
consulates or even agents to have a balanced view over the case nature. It's better and fair to all parties involved. I would like to ask Mr. Chen if the government in Singapore and Taiwan are doing the same. Uh, I think we are talking about the situation in Hong Kong. Don't yeah. talk about the other. Uh, I want to compare that it, because mm. not this. I mean, immigration law is to protect. You know, uh, not only this. I think you have uh, to ask the immigration to explain it more. All right, so, uh, Mr. Young, we will have to continue this uh, after the news because uh, it will be. Uh, we have to take a quick break uh, for the news. Uh, let's continue our discussion afterwards. Uh, Stringerton, thanks again for joining us this morning. That's uh, Stringerton, the chairperson of the Indonesian Migrant Workers Union. If you have any questions for our guests or just uh, want to share your views on today's topics, you can leave a message on our Facebook page. Backchat on RTHK Radio 3. Email us at backchat at rthk.hk or give us a call on 233-88266. And uh, here's a quick look at the weather. Sunny intervals with a few showers. The top temperature will be around 27 degrees. Winds, moderate southerlies. And the outlook, more showers and thunderstorms later this week. Right now, the temperature reading at the observatory is 25 degrees. Relative humidity, 82%. <laughs> It's now 9.30, the news with Andrew Shirovsky. Lawmaker Gary Zhang has welcomed the decision to take the MPTR's profits into account when setting train fares. But Mr. Zhang, who used to be an engineer with the railway company, said the level in the formula was too low, and he did not anticipate any fare reductions over the coming year. Unionist lawmaker Lam Chun Singh says he's worried by a rise in fatal workplace accidents as companies that were forced to suspend operations at construction sites during the pandemic try to catch up. He was commenting after a worker plunged to his death from the 15th floor of a construction site yesterday. President Volodymyr Zelensky of Ukraine says he's invited China to talk about the war with Russia. He was speaking at a joint news conference with the Japanese Prime Minister, Fumio Kishida. And four people have reportedly died after a strong earthquake struck northeastern Afghanistan. We'll have more news for you at 10 o'clock. Cervical cancer is common among women in Hong Kong, and regular screening is an effective way of preventing it. Women aged 25 to 64 who ever had sex should have regular cervical screening. Even if you have reached menopause, have no symptoms, or have no family history of cervical cancer, you still need regular screening. Love yourself. Have you had your screening yet? Visit cervicalscreening.gov.hk for details. Do you want to stay vigilant against unexpected documents launched for registration against your property? If you do, the Land Registry's Property Alert Service can serve you well. Property owners subscribing to the service will receive an email alert when any document is lodged for registration against their property. It can put your mind at ease on your valuable property. Visit landreg.gov.hk for subscription details. Welcome back. This is Back Chat on a Wednesday morning with Jenny Lam and me, Janice Wong. Still with us in our studio is Betty Jung, a chairperson of the Hong Kong Employers of Overseas Domestic Helpers Association, and at Thomas Chan, the chairman of the Hong Kong Union of Employment Agencies. Also joining us on the line now is Iman Villanueva from the Asian Migrants Coordinating Body. Good morning, Iman. Good morning, Iman. Good morning. Hello. Hi, good morning. Hi, good morning. 
You can hear us, right? Um, thanks for joining us on the program. Um, so uh, we were discussing about this, uh, this proposal to tighten regulations for, for a job transferal. Um, what's your view on that? Well, actually, uh, we think it's ridiculous. Uh, I think the government is focusing on a non-issue. Actually, Iman, actually, Iman, I'm going to ask my uh, producer to call you back again to, to try and get a better line. Okay. okay All right. Talk to you soon. All right. Let's go back to uh, yeah. Betty Young. Go, go, go. Betty Young. Okay. Hello, Hello. Miss Young. Are you there? I'm oh, sorry for that. I, I think the program has finished already. Oh. <laughs> yeah, we're still All right. Here. <laughs> we're still here. Uh, so, Miss Young, uh, you're, you're um, talking about a, a point before the news. Uh, would you like to continue? Uh, what is a uh, continue? Yes, yes, yes. A, you're welcome. Yes. Yes, yeah, so I, I think, Ms. Young, um, you know, there are many reasons why domestic helpers want to change jobs, right? And we've all heard of the many stories of abuse of domestic helpers. Um, if you remember many years ago, there was an Indonesian lady and she was severely beaten by the employer. Um, why shouldn't they have the rights to change jobs when that happens? Uh, as according to it, the law says that if the, you know, the employer was found that she, uh, the employer had, uh, know the, um, the domestic helper is ill-treated. Actually, she can uh, look for another job in Hong Kong. And also, if the, the law allows that uh, if the employer uh, financially cannot employ domestic helper, or maybe uh, uh, the death of the employer, or maybe uh, the employer emigrate to another country or leave Hong Kong, and so, actually, in some cases, uh, you know, immigration will allow them to uh, uh, stay in Hong Kong uh, looking for another employer. Okay, so the regulation we're talking about is to, and you said earlier that the employment agencies should have the duty to regulate. Um, no, no, they have, have the duty, duty to, to remind the girls. To, to remind them. Okay, yes, because is, it, is, it, is it so you remind somebody something and then, and then there's a case contract, of abuse? Because, I mean, it's fair to the foreign domestic helper that, you know, as far as we know, in the country, when they sign a contract, the, the, the agency in their country should remind girls if you go to work in Hong Kong, you have to finish the two years contract. Otherwise, you have to. Return to to return home. All right, we have to, uh, and Iman, look for another one. Yes. Okay, we have Imam uh, Valenueva back on the line from the Asian Migrants Coordinating Body. Are you there, Iman? Uh, yes, yes. Yeah, okay, here, yes. so so Betty Young is saying that the agency should really remind the workers before they sign the contract that you need to finish the contract. What do you think? Well, actually, that's ridiculous. Uh, you see, there is a provision in the employment ordinance that any uh, any party, whether it's the employee or the employer, can terminate the contract. Right now, what the uh, Hong Kong government is doing, in particular the Labor Department, what they're doing is actually promoting forced labor. I hope that they understand this is a form of forced labor. When they are threatening the workers of, uh, you know, uh, removing the possibility of future employment, that is a form of forced labor. But I, uh, I don't know if Mr. Betty Young. No, no. I think well. uh, that you are some. You have some misunderstanding. We allow no, no, them no, no, no. to change employment, but what the duty is that they must go home first? Wait, wait, one at a time. Uh, I, mm. Yeah, I think you have to let me finish. You, you already said. I don't know. You haven't finished. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So what I'm saying is, this is promoting forced labor. 
Why why will the government focus on job hopping? It's very discriminatory. Unless they they they, they make job hopping uh, illegal in Hong Kong, meaning all employees, not only domestic workers, then it becomes acceptable to everyone. I don't know if uh, the Hong Kong people will accept it. Uh, uh, obviously, most people will not. But they're doing it to migrant workers, to migrant domestic workers, to be more specific. That is very discriminatory. All right, Iman, I, I have an email here from one of our listeners, uh, CW, and he says um, he, he's got uh, a comment for Miss Young. He says, uh, Betty, we are talking about the employment of cheap labor. Please look after our domestic helpers. They are not job hopping. And uh, that's from a CW. Miss Young? Uh, of course, we love our domestic helpers, though. We don't call them, uh, you know, when they come to Hong Kong, they're one of the family members. Um, but the question is, uh, uh, we all, you know, when we really, our association receive a lot of complaints, employees too, that they just don't, uh, many of them don't like to uh, talk in the public only. You know, many actually, uh, some domestic helper, when they sign a contract, they're willing to look after children, but when they come, actually, they don't like children. And uh, when their parents are not at home, they beat them. And then, and some of them even, you know, the old people. Last month, I've received a complaint that a domestic helper uh, carelessly, you know, she uh, don't like the old lady and push her on floor. But even uh, actually, the employer do not want to uh, wonder, even though they find that uh, the domestic helper cannot work well for them, still. They continue to employ them. Why? Because without domestic helper, the old lady cannot go to hospital for checking. So many employers, actually, they don't like to have early termination of contract. But however, some employers that have employed a domestic helper coming to Hong Kong one to three months. And then on the first, even on the first month, they have already told uh, tell the employer that I don't like home, uh, housework. And then he's, some of them, you know, they stay in the bedroom and don't, don't like to come out to work. And see, actually, she wants the employee to terminate her too. And maybe, uh, I, I must say one thing that this applies to only, uh, you know, not a lot of um, uh, uh, foreign domestic helpers because we have uh, over, you know, nearly uh, 400,000 before, you know. And actually, most of foreign domestic helpers are very helpful. And, very, and many of them love old ladies and children too. But unluckily, some employers really employ some girls who come to Hong Kong uh, and can, you can maybe check the, from the immigration. And if they find, actually, if the girl has not changed, they do not change a lot of employees. And suppose they find an employer in need of a domestic helper, sometimes immigration also passed the visa to them. All right. But some of them, they found that the girl in one year changed a few employees, of course, they will not do it. Another okay. case... Iman, I'm going to let you respond uh, very, very soon. I just want to uh, read this uh, comment from one of our listeners first. It's uh, from T.C. Zhang. He says, uh, I have a white Canadian friend who travelled to Hong Kong after we graduated university together. He travelled to Hong Kong with no job since he entered as a tourist, but he found a job there, got a work visa and job hopped several times for the next seven years, ultimately getting his permanent residency. So, 
how can my white Canadian friend get such treatment, but not my Filipino-Canadian acquaintances who work as foreign domestic helpers? And uh, that's from uh, T.C. Jung. Okay, Iman, you want to respond to Ms. Young? I think. Yes, I, I, I think, uh, I think it's good for very immigration to explain. So, Ms. Young, please, please let uh, Iman speak. Okay, let's, let's go to It's very easy to make claims, you know, uh, but uh, I hope you can also present, you know, uh, hard facts, some data. You're, say, you're actually contradicting yourself, Ms. Young. You're saying that there are many complaints. You are saying that you are receiving this and that complaint. At the same time, you're saying that majority are actually, uh, you know, of, of the workers are actually staying with their employers uh, uh, for a longer time, which is actually the truth. Most of the workers actually stay with their employers uh, and they do not job hop. Do you know that, do you understand the, the existing law? There is two-week rule. And the government's argument is that the two-week rule is in place to prevent job hopping. Are you saying now that the two-week rule is a failure? Then the government should remove two-week rule instead. Now if it's a failure. In no, fact, no, the two-week rule is not to stop it. Argument, Young, now you're saying that it is not working because you are saying and even the government is saying that, that, that migrant domestic are job hopping. How can they job hop? The existing law prevents them from staying in Hong Kong after two weeks. They have to leave. Do you know how long they have to wait to renew a contract? That's nearly two months. So there is a possibility of losing their income for two months. That's nearly 10,000 Hong Kong dollars. They have to pay the agency again. That's another 10 to 15,000 Hong Kong dollars. Who? Who in his right mind or her right mind would job hop with such kind of situation? They will spend they will spend fifteen thousand and lose nearly ten thousand of income just to change employer. Most of the most of the employees would rather stay and that is a fact. You can check. That's why last year last year, the mission for migrant workers, they have a data wherein many employers actually left Hong Kong. And their domestic workers claim for long service pay, meaning those who are left have been working with their employers for more than five years. And do you know how much money they are able to claim? They are able to claim nearly 20 million Hong Kong dollars. That is a proof that the migrant workers are staying with their employers as long as they can. In fact, only those who can no longer bear the hardship and the exploitation, that's the only time that the migrant workers would rather, you know, lose their job and and, and find and try to, 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 to take their chance and find another employer. But otherwise, you know, they would rather stay because that is also their bread and butter. They are supporting their families. No one in their right mind would job hop. I hope you understand that. So present us hard facts. How many complaints do you receive? How many? Give us numbers. And compare that to how many domestic workers in Hong Kong. There are nearly 400,000. And then now tell me, is that really a big problem or not? You are making a, a, you know, a big problem out of nothing. Even the government is actually doing that. Thomas you know, Chan. It's a myth. There is no such thing as job hopping among migrant domestic workers. You are making this as a problem where, when in fact it is non-existent. Thomas Chan, do you yeah, agree? Uh, in, in some sense, I agree with Emma. Uh, as what I just mentioned earlier this morning, uh, the transfer of the employer is not really active. And for most of the cases, of course, they have a different kind of reasons. Uh, so you, you can't just simply with one, as, uh, like in the paper, 
the immigration put it very simple in one criteria. If not working for two years, then you might be labeled as job hopping. It's quite uh, ridiculous. But you, it does make uh, financial I sense. I think uh, immigration will not say that uh, they have not uh, completed two years will say that they're job hopping. That, not, that's not, put not in the paper. Let me finish first, all right? Let me finish first. Now, first of all, uh, I, I've just heard that I really have to, uh, the workers, I, the foreign domestic helper, I must tell them, uh, the agency should not charge them uh, when they go home and re reply for jobs because all employees in Hong Kong has the responsibility to pay for all of them. They are zero payment to come to Hong Kong. Now, you must know this. I don't know why the agency in your country uh, want them to pay so much money and you have to settle some of them to, to your government. Another thing is that, you know, uh, I quote, you say uh, they stay here, uh, they have to keep, uh, when they find new employer, they have to look for two months and uh, reapply. Also, you know, if the, the employers need to employ a new domestic helper, they also have to wait for two to three months. Same case. Now, one problem, I don't know whether you know or not, in Hong Kong, there are two kinds of agencies. Some have registered in their countries, uh, their consulate, but some they don't have. And, and they, those who have registration with their foreign consulate, they can have offices in their country. So they have the aid, they can connect us with the agencies of, in their country. So they, uh, the agencies in their country will uh, help the, uh, to look for, uh, you know, uh, the, the, the foreign domestic helpers. And the agency here, Hong Kong, will find the employees for the foreign domestic helper. They will give them a match. But those who have agency in Hong Kong only register in the Labour Department, they don't have any office in the country. So what, how can they have domestic helper to introduce to our employees? Only sorry, if they have, uh, if, if their uh, domestic the helper have completed contract, finish, or maybe because, if I say, if the uh, uh, the early termination by the by the employer because of the, their financial problem, if maybe because of their leaving Hong Kong, and because they were found ill treated the a domestic helper, and all these girls can change jobs. But during the COVID-19, the flights stopped many to, to come to Hong Kong and also many do, will not go home. And actually, how, where can they f find the domestic helper and how can this agency work? No. So what we have to do to remind all these agencies which have no offices in the Philippines, so they, they have the code of practice to remind uh, their, the, for, uh, the agencies. Uh, the, now what the government's doing, this is a new, not a new law. They just want to state clearly in the code of practice. Now, I must repeat again, all this is existing law, no new additional regulation. Only this is a duty of the Labour Department to put all this in the code of practice to remind the agency. All right. You must tell the... We're out of time. Iman, Iman, can you respond very quickly? Iman? Yes, well, definitely. They, I, I, they, I, I they have the right to not to sign the contract before they come. I will leave to Mr. They Tam can choose to. Could you please let Iman speak? Uh, Iman? You have talked a lot already. Um, I will leave to Mr. Chan to respond on the part of the agencies. But I think you are, and the government is actually 
uh, hitting on the wrong target. If right. the problem are if the problem is actually the agencies, then they should address the problem with these agencies. Why punish the migrant workers? Do you know how many workers lo lost their jobs because of this so-called job hopping? And there is not even a due process for the migrant workers. There is no way to appeal. You know, they are merely suspected. You know, do you know? Do you understand the word suspected? All right, Mr. They Chan. Mr. Chan, maybe maybe job hopping, and they already are penalized. All right, they Mr. Chan, maybe you can have the last word before we okay. wrap up. Um, what I mean, do you think, I mean, the best solution is for you, for the government to come up with a task force to determine whether uh, the, each case... Yeah, I, I think uh, the, the best way and the fair way is to have a, a, some kind of a committee or task force to have a very clear guidelines for, to, to judge the case. All right, Mr. Chan, we'll have to leave it here for now. Thanks again for joining us on the program. And that's uh, Thomas Chan, the chairman of the Hong Kong Union of Employment Agencies. Uh, many thanks also to uh, Betty Young, chairperson of the Hong Kong Employers of Overseas Domestic Helpers Association, and uh, Iman Filanueva from the Asian Migrants Coordinating Body. It's uh, now coming up to, uh, it's now 9.49 and it's time to move on to our next topic and it's about a new survey on happiness at the workplace. We'll find out more in just a moment. 95 years of public service broadcasting. Stay tuned with Hong Kong. I'm Gilly of Consumer Council. Happy birthday, LTHK, for your 95th anniversary. May I wish you always filled with positive energy, continue to discover and report accurate, impartial and objective consumer news for consumers to shop smartly every day. 95 years of public service broadcasting. Stay tuned with Hong Kong. You're listening to Backchat. Call us on 233-88266 and have your say. Now, according to more than 1,500 surveys collected by Hong Kong We Care, a subunit of Wolfu Social Enterprises, people are not that happy at work. In fact, according to the survey results, Hong Kong's working population is uh, more un unhappy than the general population. To find out why, we're joined on the line now by Ricky Sito, an advisor to Hong Kong We Care. Good morning, Mr. Sito. Thank you, morning. Thanks for joining us on the program. Um, can you first tell us how unhappy the working population is? Uh, yeah. Um, our surveys uh, find that um, um, in general, Hong Kong's uh, workplace uh, happiness uh, index um, scored as low to uh, 5.15 uh, out of a scale of uh, uh, 10 in terms of uh, personal uh, happiness uh, index. Uh, the working uh, population is significantly less um, happy. Um, I give you an, um, a general um, happy index uh, on the population um, in past year is uh, 6.59, uh, uh, though um, it is uh, also not uh, quite good. Um, in general, um, more than 30% of uh, respondents uh, report uh, work um, induced work or life uh, imbalance, and 40% uh, of the population self report um, to be burnout. Uh, the burnout, uh, the working uh, hours uh, between uh, 42 hours to uh, 50 hours, and uh, the major um, findings um, contribute to unhappy uh, is the factors of uh, subjective pain. 
uh, is the most uh, determinant um, uh, uh, of um, unhappy. But, but what does that actually the, what does that actually mean? A subjective pay uh, appropriacy. Right. Uh, that means uh, it is not a, a absolute uh, pay level. Uh, it is uh, an objective income. Uh, for example, um, uh, 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 yeah, what I mean is um, the objective income, uh, the absolute um, uh, income uh, is not the major uh, issue. Uh, maybe people find it is uh, unfair when compared to um, their colleagues uh, or um, uh, un, un, um, uh, 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 not being paid appropriate um, uh, in terms of uh, their um, uh, contribution. And um, another factor is, is uh, on the workplace culture. And um, we find that the individual um, happiness level and uh, mental capital strength is also um, both um, strong um, influential to the uh, workplace uh, happiness. Yeah. Do you find that it's worse in some sectors than others? Uh, some other factors. Um, yes, in, in, in some in some part, some some kind of employment than other. For example, in restaurants, is worse, uh, or, or oh, I don't know. Yeah. Which which um, type of work is worse? Which type of work uh, is worse? Um, is um, for example the long hours uh, working uh, industry. Uh, for example, the construction and uh, the F and B uh, retailing. Uh, or even the education uh, areas, um, people uh, find uh, long hours working. That uh, relates uh, to unhappiness. All right, uh, Mr. Sito, I know you uh, need to rush off for another interview very soon, but before you do that, uh, can you quickly um, give employers some tips on, on how they can make their staff more, more happy uh, at, in the workplace? Yeah, in our findings, um, two elements uh, is very important. Um, in fact, that is very global. Uh, people not uh, find themselves being trust and also being respect and so the, i would suggest um uh, the uh, the corporation the employer can um uh, improve uh, the work culture uh, for example uh, not just uh, focus uh, on grab the outside talents we need to keep um existing talents um uh, they feel uh, they are being respect and uh, at least can find the workplace as a caring place. And the second is um, in terms of uh, the work um, engagement. Um, so the employees should be uh, being treated as a whole holistic um, person, uh, not just um, as a vehicle to uh, solve problems. A whole person approach uh, that um, uh, in in management, uh, we name it as uh, human-centric uh, management. Uh, so um, introduce a more uh, humanistic um, policy, for example, uh, flexible uh, working place, uh, uh, flexi uh, working hours, uh, family-based um, um, HR policy, and uh, respect the life stage of um, each uh, employee. And uh, so I guess that will uh, in, improve uh, the, 
Uh, so happy level, yeah. All right. Uh, all right. Thanks again uh, for joining us this morning. And that's uh, Ricky Sito, an advisor to Hong Kong WeCare, a subunit of Warfu Social Enterprises. And uh, we're now joined on the line by Professor Ho Lok Sang, who heads the Pan Su Tong Shanghai Hong Kong Economic Policy Research Institute at Lingnan University. Good morning, Professor Ho. Good morning. Thanks for joining us on the program. So what do you think of the survey? I know you, you carry out uh, your own uh, happiness index as well. I mean, yeah, is it surprising? Back, uh, uh, back, back in, I think, uh, 2012 or 2011, I, I, I had uh, uh, done a survey with the Hong Kong PC for the city council on Hong Kong's uh, uh, workplace happiness. Uh, uh, that was a long time ago, though. Um, yes, I think uh, the, the findings are expect, uh, as expected. Uh, I understand that a lot of uh, Hong Kong people are now working under tremendous pressure, uh, partly because uh, of a shortage of hands. Uh, so the, the pressures are extremely high. And of course, uh, the, you know, this post-COVID uh, uh, syndrome, I think, still... Uh, uh, having an effect on on Hong Kong people's happiness, you know, be, you know, because uh, uh, after all all of this uh, uh, pressures, uh, uh, I think some some people are still suffering, you know, uh, in terms of uh, financial stress and also personal relations. So so I can see that, uh, especially in the workplace, because uh, of shortage of hands and. Uh, uh, Pay is not rising uh, commensurate with the increase in work, so so I think uh, it's quite expected that uh, uh, people's uh, happiness at work has uh, declined. Yeah. So how does Hong Kong compare with other parts of the world? Well, um, I would I would say that uh, uh, at this time, uh, similar uh, situation, more or less. Uh, I haven't seen the uh, the indices in the other places, but I would expect that uh, you know you know because these uh, uh, very much similar. But uh, I think Hong Kong's situation is a bit worse because of the shortage of hands. It's more acute, much more acute. You know because uh, a lot of people have uh, migrated, and uh, the the employers are having difficulty uh, hiring additional people, uh, and so. Uh, the remaining staff have to do much more work than before, and employers are not ready to pay them higher because uh, of uh, uh, financial stress. I think in a lot of business. So, do you improve? Do you, do you expect it to improve later this year, or it'll stay about the same? Well, I I do think so, but uh, just as uh, was mentioned, you know, mental uh, capital is something that I had uh, proposed before. And uh, uh, it was mentioned that... Uh, All right, so Professor Ho, I'm afraid we're out of time. <laughs> I think that's something that has to be nurtured. All right, yeah. Ms. Professor Ho, I'm afraid we're out of time. Thanks again for joining us this morning. That's uh, Professor Ho Lok Sang, who has the Pan Su Tong Shanghai Hong Kong Economic Policy Research Institute at Lingnan University. Many thanks also to you who commented or emailed us today and, of course, to our guest presenter, Jenny Lam, and producer, Christine. I'll be back with another edition of Back Chat tomorrow with Danny Gittings.